Welcome back to the Crunch Time Podcast. This episode is sponsored by Barrier Battles. Barrier Battles is a strategic game with simple gameplay and infinite possibilities, where the only limit to the game is the surface you choose to play on. Build your base to protect your king and strategically attack your opponent to win. Go to www.barrierbattles.com and use code CRUNCH at checkout for $5 off your first purchase. Also, using this code really helps us out to make better quality content for us, so you'll be supporting the Crunch Time podcast as well. Now, to the episode. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, after a very long quarantine, the NBA playoffs are beginning. And so today what we're going to do is, is we're going to predict the NBA playoffs and each game and really decide who is going to win the championship. And so first, we're going to hand it over to Jack. So I think we should start um, with a series that is already going on. The Jazz and the Nuggets just completed game one of their series. The Nuggets won by 10 in OT. I think the Nuggets will end up taking that series in five games. I think Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray are very good and will be very, very hard to stop, even with a team that has um, Jamal or that has Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. Um, another another Western Conference matchup: Clippers versus Mavericks. I don't think Luka can take down um, Kawhi and the Clippers. I got Clippers in five there. Um, Thunder and Rockets. That's gonna be a really good one to watch in the first round. I mean, I don't think it's gonna matter later because I do have the Lakers going a long way. But I think the Rockets will take that one in six, and I think the Lakers will win their matchup against Dame and the Trailblazers in five. Over in the East, I think the Sixers are going to beat the Celtics in six. I think the Bucks are going to sweep the Magic. Um, I honestly think the Bucks might be one of the best teams in this in these bubble playoffs. Um, I think the Pacers are going to win their matchup in six. And a game that's going right now in Nets and Raptors, I honestly don't think the Nets have a chance. I think the Raptors sweeped that one. The Raptors are already up 10-2 with 8.22 left in the first quarter. Moving on to the second round, I think the Lakers are going to beat the Rockets in six. And I think the... Uh, wait, I think the Clippers are going to beat the Nuggets in six as well. I think in the East... Um, the Raptors are going to beat the Celtics, or wait, no, I think the Raptors are going to beat the Sixers in a sweep, and I think the Bucks will take down the Pacers in five. Um, I think the Bucks will beat the Raptors in seven, and I think the Lakers will beat the Clippers in six. I think the Lakers will win the playoffs in six, I really don't see anyone beating LeBron in AD this entire playoffs. All right, next, I'm going to hand it off to Ben as he's going to talk about his predictions. I'll go down the list. Easy Lakers in four. I'd say Rockets in six. Um, I'm going to take the Nuggets in six as well, just because they have a good young core. They have a good center. I think Nikola Jokic is definitely going to step up. I think I'll take the Clippers in five. Um, over on the East, easy bucks in four. I'm taking the Heat in six. Um, 
which I, I'll consider it an upset, but I think the Heat is a better team. They were just seated, um, they were just seated below the Pacers. So some people think that the Pacers are a better team, but definitely not. Um, I'll take the Celtics in five, and then I'll take the Raptors in five as well. Um, in the second round on the West, uh, um, I think the Lakers will win in five against the Rockets. I think the Clippers are gonna sweep the Nuggets. Well, actually, I think the I think the Clippers are gonna go with five in the Nuggets as well. And then um, in the Western Conference Final, I think the Lakers are gonna win in six to go to the finals. Over on the East side, the Bucks winning. Bucks versus Heat. I think the Bucks will take them to five games, but it's gonna be a pretty uneven matchup with Giannis on the floor against any team really uh, until you get over to the uh, the finals. Um, I think I'm gonna take. I think I'll take the Raptors in six against the Celtics. They're both very good teams this year. But I think that if if Kyrie steps up, maybe they have a chance to take it to seven. But I still have the Raptors going over. And then I have the Bucks taking the Raptors to six games um, so they can get revenge for last year's playoffs uh, where they lost. Um, so the finals matchup I have is the Bucks versus the Lakers. And I think the Bucks are going to take them to six games. But obviously... The matchup with AD, especially Alex Caruso. Alex Caruso, the GOAT, is um, going to destroy Giannis on the floor. So I have the Lakers. So next I'm going to hand it off to JW. Yeah, okay. So first in the West, the Lakers versus Blazers game. I think the Lakers win that one pretty easily with LeBron. With the Rockets versus OKC. Obviously the Rockets clearly the best team in the entire world history of the planet. So they're going to win in four, obviously. Um, Denver Nuggets, they have both bowls, so they're obviously going to beat the Jazz. The L.A. Clippers, they have, uh, you know, Kawhi. They're going to win in probably five against the, the Dallas Mavericks. Over on the East, um, Bucks probably sweep the Magic. They kind of suck. Um, I think the Heat are going to beat the uh, Pacers just because, I don't know, I think the Heat are a bit better of a team. Um then with the Celtics versus 76ers, I think the 76ers could upset the Celtics. Um, 76ers are a pretty good team. And then with the Raptors and Nets, I think the Raptors win that one pretty easily, probably in four or five. Uh, going back to the West with the Lakers versus the Rockets, as I said, the Rockets have probably the greatest player in the history of the planet, uh, James Harden. They're going to sweep the Lakers, obviously. Um, then with both Nuggets versus the Clippers. The Clippers probably win that one in about six. Uh, going back to the East in the second round, the Bucks versus the uh, the Heat. I think the Bucks win that one just because Giannis is a super good player. And then with the 76ers versus the uh, the Raptors, I think the Raptors edged that one out probably in like six or seven. And then uh, in the conference finals with the Rockets versus the Clippers, as you know, James Harden. Best player on the planet beats the Clippers in four, um, and then with the Bucks versus the Raptors, I think the Bucks win that one. It's a revenge from last year, and probably in six. And then in the championship, obviously Rockets, best player in the world, best team in the world, get the win in four versus the Bucks. So uh, yeah. All right. So time for my predictions. So I'm gonna start in the East with the Bucks Magic. Easy five games for the Bucks. Pacers Heat was one of my hardest predictions. And so what I'm going to say is I think even though they're lower-seeded and they're um, considered to not be as good of a team based off their record, I do think the Heat will 
seven games. Next, I have uh, Sixers Celtics. I also have an upset here with this. I think the Sixers are going to win, but only in six games. I think the Raptors beat the Nets in four games. Um, and then here, okay. So for the West, here's my big upset: Blazers Lakers. I'm saying that the Blazers win in seven games. And I'm solely saying this because of one guy, Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard is one of the clutchest players in the league, as you saw last year with his shot over Paul George. And I think that he is just one of the only people who has the ability to beat LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Rockets, Thunder. So Russell Westbrook is hurt for one, maybe two games. I think the Rockets lose those games because I don't think Eric Gordon and Chris Paul is a good match. Eric Gordon going on Chris Paul is a good matchup for the Rockets. So I do think that the Rockets lose those those two or one games. But whenever Russell Westbrook comes back, I think they win the rest of those games. So either Rockets with five or six, depending how bad the injury is. Um, Nuggets, Jazz. So as we mentioned, the first game already ended and the Nuggets won with Donovan Mitchell going crazy. So I think that although – I think the fact that it was a close game isn't really – proving how good the Jazz are because Donovan Mitchell went so crazy with over 50 points. And if he didn't do that, there was nothing the Jazz had going for them. So I think that truly the Nuggets won that game if you take away Donovan Mitchell. And obviously he's not going to score 50 points every night. So I'd say Nuggets in six. And last for the first round, Clippers versus Mavs. It's a simple prediction. Even with Luka, I think that the Clippers win more with the line. Um, so for the second round, it's Blazers-Rockets. I'm going to say Rockets in six. For the next one, I've got, we've got the Nuggets going up against the Lakers. I think, I mean, the Clippers. I, this is easy. Clippers in five. And then we have Bucks going up against the Heat. I say Bucks in seven. And then I have the Sixers going against the Raptors. Raptors in six. So for the Eastern Conference Finals, I have Raptors against Bucks. And the Western Conference Finals, I have Clippers against Rockets. So I, even though I'm a diehard Houston fan, the Kawhi Leonard is just too much. Clippers in six. And then for the Raptors and Bucks, I think it's going to be super, super, super close. But I, I do have the Bucks winning in seven. And so the uh, the final games is going to be the Clippers against the Bucks. And the your NBA champions, the winners, are the Clippers in four games. I want to talk to you about Jacob. Can you compare the lineups with the Lakers and the Blazers? The Lakers, I'm, I'm sorry, the, the Blazers have no answer for Anthony Davis. I know you can say Damian Lillard and how there's really, I, I guess you can agree that there's no answer for Damian Lillard on their side, but I think if the Lakers strategically um, um, compose their lineup in a way that Damian Lillard is minimized, the Blazers have no chance especially in the, the second and third quarter when they when they get destroyed usually in the games. I think Damian Lillard comes alive in the fourth quarter, but I don't think that there's going to be a way to recover from the first few quarters where the Lakers absolutely dominate. I, I'm still standing by my answer. The Lakers are going to they're gonna whoop them. All right, Jacob. All right. That's totally unplausible. All right. All right. Wait, Jacob. And even if the Blazers win, even if the Blazers beat the Lakers, tell me how the Rockets are going to beat the Blazers. Right, so it's not even going to get to that point, but tell me how that's going to happen. One, JW is correct. Obviously, the best team in the world. Two, this. Listen, the Blazers, the, um, the Blazers 
Okay, so as you mentioned, you're correct. There's no stop not only for Damian Miller. Damian Miller is an amazing player. You forgot about a little guy named CJ McCollum. He's an amazing shooter, super clutch as well. He has a share of 50 point games. He's an amazing player. Also, Yusuf Nurkic is the center. Now, Yusuf Nurkic isn't a great player, but I'd say he's definitely above average. And obviously, he won't be unbelievable at guarding either Anthony Davis or LeBron James. But I do think that he will be able to stop. Um, I assume they're going to put him on Anthony Davis. I think he will be able to stop Anthony Davis better than um, whoever is covering Damian Lillard on the Lakers. Because whoever it is, is his, they're not... Damian Lillard in the playoffs is one of the greatest players in the NBA. And then you also have to remember they have Carmelo Anthony on their team, who, although he's old, has really been playing well recently. And I think the Blazers are really on... Like, on kind of... Not a hot streak, but essentially, they have a lot of momentum right now, especially since they won that heavily like that heavily contested eight seed. So I do think that the Blazers, although I said it will be close, but I think that the Blazers will edge them out at seven. And if the Blazers don't lose, I think it will be still six or seven games if the Lakers win it. That's where I disagree. I, I think that some people, I, I think this is a little controversial, but I'd say CJ McCollum is overhyped. I think he's past his prime. And I'd say I'd go as far to say that I think Hassan Whiteside is the second best player on the team, uh, one healthy on the Blazers. I think CJ McCollum, they, they, they have a very strong backcourt. They don't have the best backcourt in the league um, by a few teams. But I think that the Blazers, the Blazers will keep a few of the games close. I think that that they could end up some games within five points, but I just don't think that in the end. You forget the element of clutchness that LeBron James brings to the team. Have you seen the shot that he's hit? And I, remember that game when he hit against the Washington Wizards? He missed a shot and then he corrected his mistakes. I don't think when you have a player like Anthony Davis helping him out, especially Alex Caruso, the GOAT on the court, I don't think that there's any answer for the Lakers. That's why I have them going all the way. And I don't think you also you went as far to say that the Houston Rockets have a chance to beat the um, – Blazers in the second round. I don't think that that's a good matchup for them because they have a they have a big team, they have big bodies. While the Houston Rockets have a small ball lineup, even smaller with Russell uh, Westbrook gone, so I don't think they have any chance. I guess yeah, the, Blazers, the Rockets have no chance getting past the second round. If anyone who said that was blatantly wrong, I, I love how we're ignoring we're ignoring JW's point. Yeah, no. I'm addressing both uh, Jacob. I am addressing both you and JW. Anyone who says the Rockets are getting past the second round is blatantly wrong, and you've already told us why you think that is. But James Harden is probably the best player in the world. No, probably about the sixth best player in the world. Uh, he's probably first. Maybe better than first. Okay, but Jack, you have to remember they have Russell Westbrook too, and the Rockets are... Russell Westbrook this season played selfish ball. He was not himself. He did not put up the same type of numbers. Y'all are thinking about Thunder Russell Westbrook, someone who had to shoulder the entire offensive load and so averaged a triple-double. This Russell Westbrook is not the guy who gets 10 boards, has 10 assists, and still puts up 30 points a night. That's not him anymore. Yeah, instead of going for exactly 10 points per game, he plays. I want to address someone. I heard someone say that 
I don't know if you're just uneducated, but about the 76ers versus the Celtics matchup. But I'm reading right now the starting lineup for the Celtics doesn't have anywhere Ben Simmons on it. He said in three weeks they're going to get reevaluated, but Ben Simmons is out for the first round at least. I don't think yeah, that you're right. The starting lineup for the Celtics shouldn't have Ben Simmons. I, I didn't say. Did I say Celtics? I meant seven. I, I think I said 76ers, right? Yeah. Sorry, my bad. I think that I, I think the 76ers, even what with Ben Simmons, I think that they're better with him off the court. I know he helps with assisting a lot of the other players, especially Joel Embiid. But if you look at the matchup, Shake Milton versus Kemba Walker, Josh Richardson versus Jalen Brown, the only matchup I see them winning is the center where Joel Embiid plays uh, Daniel with the okay. last name I can't pronounce. I don't think the 76ers have any chance. I think the Celtics are gonna they're gonna destroy them. Okay. okay, that was that was that was my call, and what I'm saying is, don't underestimate the power of Joel Embiid. Yeah, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that they're not gonna. Joel Embiid isn't gonna be down the court every single time to stop the fast break from the Celtics. It's, it's gonna be impossible. And even if the 76ers do make it to the second round, which is very unlikely, they're gonna lose. I, I think. Did anyone predict the 76ers making it past the second round? No, I just had them going to the second round. Wait, let me that's say stupid. Pitch. Let me say something really quickly. Okay, who said that Russell Westbrook wasn't in his prime then, right? I never said Russell Westbrook. No, that was me. I don't. I'm not saying he's not in his prime. I'm saying he is not the same player. Okay. He is more of a team player now, but he's not putting up as many points. Okay, Jack. Let me say something. James Harden, Bradley Beal, Damian Lillard, Trey Young, Giannis, Luca. What do those players have in common? They are the only players in the NBA who have a higher points per game than Russell Westbrook, and all of those players except for James Harden. Have no, I have no other players on their team that are even kind of close to as high as they are on that list. So the fact that Russell Westbrook and James Harden are number one and number seven on this list proves that what Russell Westbrook is not past his, or not as good as he used to be. If he they didn't have James Harden, who's the number one highest points per game in the league, that number seven on Russell Westbrook would be number two or number three in the league. I, I feel like you're, you're you're using just opinion. If you look at the stats, his true shooting percentage has marked its lowest figure since 2009, and it's declined in the past three seasons. His shooting's going down. He's not as athletic. He's not as explosive as he used to be. All his stats are going down. You're just going off a of fan opinion, but it's not true. Russell fan Westbrook opinion. is declining. That was Ben. That Ben. That was a stat, but I don't think it's an indicative stat. stat. Okay, you can score a lot when you can score a lot when you're taking you and James Harden are the only people taking shots. Your two plays are Russell Westbrook drives, misses it seventy percent of the time, gets fouled twenty, and makes it the other fifty. I think that's that's what my point is. You, you, you need to look at the efficiency of the players. Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook isn't shooting as efficiently as he used to, so I think that, that that's, that's grounds enough to say that he's declining. Okay. Russell, Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, out of those players I mentioned, has the second highest field goal percentage behind Giannis. My argument wasn't that he's not good. My argument was that he is declining, and I don't think he said he's a bad shooter. I never said he was a bad shooter. I said he's getting worse at shooting. Okay, he's still the Very second different. best out of the top seven in in field goal percentage. I so don't. I don't see. I don't see Russell Westbrook being able to make it past the second round, and especially not making it to the finals. There's no possible way. That they're going to be able to. I never said they're making the finals. I said they're making it to the Western Conference finals. You think that they're going to be? Who do? You, who do? You, who, do you, who did you have? You had Rockets beating the Blazers. Yeah. But how are the Blazers going to make it past? There's no possible way. 
I don't think the Rock. I think there's maybe one team that the Rockets can beat in this playoffs on the Western Conference side, and they are matched up against them. I think the Thunder not having a big lineup. I think that's their best lineup. I think that's their best matchup in the playoffs. I think they're lucky to make it to the second round. I don't think they should be the four seed based on skill. I think they got pretty lucky this year. I think they're a boomer bust team, and I feel like they're going to bust in the playoffs. Exactly. I think that the Rockets, I might even go back on my prediction. I think the Rockets are going to, the Thunder can take it to seven games because of the mismatch in the lineups. You need to compare the size. The Thunder are a big team, a physical team, while the Rockets are a small ball lineup, even with Russell Westbrook. With him out, it makes it even smaller. So I think with this small ball lineup, they, they could lose to a Jazz or a Mavericks in seven games just because of how small their team is. They have no response for a big man like the Mavericks have. Okay, I guess fair points. I guess we'll agree to disagree. How about that? All right. So this is a giant playoff predictor episode, which means we can't only do one sport. So we'll be doing our NFL playoff predictions as well. Um, everyone should predict their division winners as well as the three wild cards and their eventual Super Bowl matchup and winner. And I will start. I think on the AFC side in the north, um, I like the Ravens. I mean, it's hard to go against Lamar Jackson after what he did last year. Um, in the AFC East, I think the Bills with Stephon Diggs, I don't think Stephon Diggs is great, but I do think he adds another weapon to their offense, and they only really needed one more. And the Bills had a very good defense last year with a lot of returning pieces. I think the Bills are going to be a good team and division winners. In the South, um, I think the Titans are going to win the division with Derrick Henry um, and A.J. Brown. Two great offensive pieces, a solid defense, and good special teams. Um, I I like the Titans in the South and the AFC West. You got to go with the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. I think the wild cards are going to be. I think the Raiders are going to have a good year. I think they'll make a wild card spot. Um especially with Josh Jacobs coming into his second year. I think he's going to be a powerhouse. I see the Colts maybe making a wild card. Um, They had a good run last year with um, a mediocre team, and I think they're only getting better. And I don't know. I think Le'Veon and the Jets might be able to make a wild card. I just really don't like anyone else in the division that much. Um, In the NFC, I think the Vikings are going to win the NFC North. Let's be real. The Packers going 13-3 and were a fluke. That's not going to happen again. I think the Vikings take that division with ease. Justin, Justin Jefferson is going to be the rookie player to watch this year. Um, I think he's going to go off. In the NFC East, I th- got to go with the Cowboys. I mean... <laughs> It's their year. They don't have Jason Garrett anymore. Um, in the South, um, I'm not gonna bet against Tom Brady. I'm gonna go with the Bucks, and in the West, I'm going with the Niners. 
I think wild cards will be um the Seahawks will definitely take a wild card. The Saints will take a wild card. And I think the Packers could take a wild card. I think it's going to end up boiling down to a matchup between the Chiefs. Actually, no. I think the Ravens will go to the Super Bowl. The Ravens will end up facing the Bucks. I think Lamar Jackson will establish himself as the prototype for quarterbacks, the great running and throwing quarterback, and he will do what Michael Vick never did and win a Super Bowl. My predictions. So I'm going to start off with the AFC East. So I have the Bills winning this one. Um, I'm not going to say handily, but pretty handily. The Miami Dolphins and the New York Jets are basically out of it. But the New England Patriots, it'll be kind of close, but I think like two or three games difference. Um, the AFC North, obviously the Ravens, Lamar Jackson. I don't think they'll be as good as last year. I think that was kind of a fluke. I think they'll be maybe 12-4, maybe even 11-5. and I don't think they're going to be what they were last year. Um, Next, AMC South. My favorite and least favorite division all in one. So, I have the Titans winning this. And I think they played amazing at the end of last year. That was mostly a fluke. That's not going to happen again. I just think that this division is so bad that the Titans win four games automatically playing the Colts and the Jaguars, and they split it with the Texans. So that's five points already. And I think they'll be able to manage a few more and edge out the Texans for the um, beginning uh, best lead in the AFC South. For the AFC West, obviously the Chiefs. My wild cards. I I said that I'm saying the Texans just because they're doing the same as the Titans in the sense that they split a game with them and win all the rest of their division games against the Colts and the Jaguars. So I think that they'll be like 9-7 and seven and be able to edge out the wild card. Um, AFC North. I have the Steelers. I'm oh, sorry, not the AFC North. I have the Steelers in the AFC North also making the wild card. And I have the Patriots also making the wild card because of, they still have weapons such as Stephon Gilmore, even though they lost Tom Brady. All right, for the NFC. The NFC East, I have the Philadelphia Eagles. They're going to beat the Dallas Cowboys because every year, Dallas Cowboys fans and members of Dallas Cowboys, this is our year. This is our year. But I think it was, it's just been said too much, and I think the Eagles will edge them out, even though they both have pretty good records. Um, NFC North, I have the Vikings being the Packers because, as Jack mentioned, the Packers should not have gone 13-3 last year. They had a very easy schedule. Um... So, yeah, I have the Vikings winning. NFC South. So, the NFC South, I have one of my most difficult decisions, which I either take the Buccaneers or the Saints, and I'm taking the Saints. The Saints are a great team, and they've been together for a while. While Although it's Tom Brady, the new quarterback of the Buccaneers, whenever you have a new quarterback, you struggle at the beginning of the season. And not only that, but Tom Brady didn't look too good at the end of last year. Um... Alright, so my wild cards are the Buccaneers. Uh, I say the Packers. Oh, yeah, I say the Packers, even though they didn't do too well because, you know, the Packers are still a solid team. Oh, oh I brought you the NFC West. Sorry. So I have the 
Seahawks beating the 49ers in this division. And by quite a decent amount. I think that the 49ers were almost a complete fluke last year, and Jimmy Garoppolo is no better than the average quarterback. Their defense is good, but I think that they're not as good as they were last year. So I think the Seahawks are winning this division because Russell Wilson is one of the best players in the NFL. So for my wild cards, I have the Niners. I have the I have the Niners because obviously they're still going to be there. If not if it's the Seahawks, I have the, uh, the Buccaneers, and then I have the Packers. Or sorry, not the Packers. I actually instead of the Packers, even though they were so good last year, I have the Cowboys because the Cowboys they did lose Jason Garrett, so that should help them a little bit. And so in my Super Bowl, I have the Ravens going against going up against the Saints after the Ravens fight a very very hard close AFC Championship game with the Chiefs. And I have the Ravens winning. JW, what about your predictions? Yeah, so in the AFC uh, North, I think obviously the Ravens just, I mean, they were super good last year. They're still going to have Lamar Jackson. And it's going to be pretty Restart. Whoever is texting, we can hear that over the call. JW in three, two, one. Hey guys, can we? So all of your texts come through over the call. If you want to join for the football segment, sure. Okay, thanks. Jack, you are saying yes, he is typing. Yeah, I know. You don't know what to do with that. You're an idiot. I'm not good with this Okay, can y'all stop texting because it comes through over the voice? Jacob, stop! Jacob, uh, nah. I hate y'all. All No one cares. No one needs you, Jacob. Just hang up. All right, JW. Three, two, one. Start predictions. going to be obvious that the Ravens are going to win. It's going to be pretty tough for any team to stop Lamar Jackson and what he's been able to accomplish in the past two years. So then in the AFC East, I think it's going to be really close. I think a lot of teams, pretty much the whole division could compete, but I think the Bills are going to edge them out just because they have you know, Josh Allen, they have Zay Jones, and they just added uh, Stephon Diggs, which is really going to help out their team that was good last year. In the AFC South, it's uh, it's pretty tough between the Texans and the Titans just because they both get four easy wins versus the Colts and the Jaguars. But I think the Titans could edge them out because they have a bit easier of a schedule than the Texans. And then wrapping it up in the AFC West, I think it's obvious that the Chiefs are going to win because, uh, I mean, they've got Patrick Mahomes, so that pretty much immediately makes them a contender. 
for the wild card in the AFC, I think probably the Steelers, they're going to have Big Ben back, so they'll be pretty good. I think the Texans, because again, they get to play the Indianapolis Colts and the Jaguars twice. And then I think it's really tough between the Raiders and the Broncos because they both showed a lot of promise last year. But I think the Broncos could edge them out for the last uh, for the last wild card spot just because they have better quarterback and through lock. So then going on to the NFC, uh, in the NFC North, I think it's going to be tough between the, uh, the Packers and the Vikings. But I think that the Packers are going to win it again. I don't think they'll be 13-3 and like last year. But um, I think they have a better quarterback. And I think they could win the uh, regular season, go 2-0 and against the Vikings, which would help them a lot into winning the, uh, winning the conference. And then with the NFC East, I think the Eagles will edge out the Cowboys. Because uh, I think the Eagles are a bit better, a bit more well-rounded. And I think that the Dallas Cowboys are a bit more boomer bust. And I don't think they're going to be as good this year with a first-year head coach or a new head coach to their team. Um, in the NFC South, it's tough. But I think Tom Brady and the Buccaneers could beat the Saints. Um, just because, I don't know, Drew Brees, he seems like he's aging a lot quicker than Tom Brady. He's more falling off a cliff where Tom Brady's rolling down a hill. And, uh, and then in the NFC West, I think obviously the 49ers. They have Kyle Juszczyk. They have that awesome run game. They uh, probably, you know, I mean, Juszczyk pretty much makes their team the best team in the world. So uh, I think they win. Uh, for the wild cards in the NFC, I think it's going to be pretty close between Vikings, uh, Cowboys, the Saints, and the Seahawks. But I think that uh, the Vikings aren't going to make the playoffs, so I think it'll just be the Cowboys, Saints, and Seahawks getting the uh, getting the wild card spots. But for the uh, for the Super Bowl, I think that the uh, the Titans' their run game is going to carry them to the Super Bowl, and the San Francisco 49ers' run game will also carry them to the Super Bowl. And I think you're going to see a Super Bowl that has a uh, one pass attempt per team. And Kyle Juszczyk is going to lead block the uh, the San Francisco 49ers uh, into a Super Bowl championship that eluded them last year. Rob? My AFC predictions, I think that the Baltimore Ravens will win their division just because of how like dominant Lamar Jackson was last season. I think for the AFC East, it'll be a tight game, like everyone else has said, between the Bills and the Patriots. The new additions to the Bills, I think they might be able to trump the Patriots, but it'll be a close game. Uh, in the AFC South, I think the Texans have a chance of winning. It kind of depends on how well the team plays together, I guess, this season. Because as we saw last season, they just didn't play particularly well. And obviously in the AFC West, it's going to be the Chiefs. They're just going to destroy everyone else. And so I think the wild cards for the AFC are going to be the Titans because of Derrick Henry. Uh, I think the Patriots, if they lose, are going to be the wild card. And I think maybe the Steelers will be the division. And for the NFC, uh, I think in the NFC North, the Vikings will win. I think in the NFC East, it's going to be going to be pretty close, but I think it might be the Dallas Cowboys. I know everybody has said it, and this might be potentially the year. Now where I'm really stuck is the NFC South. 
I think it's going to be a pretty close game. You know, the Bucks and the Saints are evenly matched. But I just think because of the sheer offensive capability of the Buccaneers, I think they're going to come out on top. And the NFC West, I think that the San Francisco 49ers are going to win because of Kyle Juszczyk's uh, availability and his just complete – or his um, – Cause he's a complete unit. Cause he lead blocks like an animal. I was gonna say he's complete utility. He's just so useful everywhere. He's a good passer. Or sorry, pass receiver. He's a good. He's probably also a good passer too. The fullback jump pass. Forty Niners, if you are listening, break out the fullback jump pass. Prediction. 49ers, if you somehow find this, please try that. The winning team is going to win. That's all for this episode of the podcast. Intro credit goes to the song Identity by the Brand New Shoes. They're a great band. You should go check them out on Spotify. Thank you all for listening, and be sure to tune into the next episode of the Crunch Time Podcast.